Welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere in the world on the free iHeartRadio app. You can download that, search Outdoor Adventures, and catch my buddy, Hall of Fame guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak, and myself. I'm the uh, reigning bottle bass champion. I don't have as many credentials as my buddy Kudak here, but you know it's ice fishing time when we can bring our buddy uh, JP in here, Kudak. Well, you know, we he comes from up up Lake of the Woods, up north end of Lake of the Woods, and uh, I think he he does he doesn't use a snowmobile. He doesn't use a for. I think he puts the skates yeah, right. on. He puts the skates on and he pulls his fish houses with his skates on. Because uh-huh. JP is a, a well-known hockey player up in that neck of the woods and a very well-known fisherman up there. And I predict in another uh, ten years, uh, maybe even less, he'll be in the freshwater fishing hall of fame himself. Oh man! Because the man is is a jewel of the north for fishing and an He's all-around good guy. Pay him a lot of money, JP. Oh, I'll tell you what. I better uh, I better get that in ink. Yes, I and, will. Uh, I may have to put that on a plaque because I don't know yeah. if anybody will ever say that again. But I I say thank you, Chris. I appreciate that, sir. So what uh, what's the season outlook? I know the weather's been kind of back and forth here in the metro. I know it's always a bit cooler up there in the Northwoods, but uh, how are things looking so far? Uh, we're going to be getting out there pretty soon. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm anticipating um, with this cool weather that we have uh, coming from the north. I'm going to say another seven to ten days, and you'll start to see a lot of pictures start rolling from Lake of the Woods. Um, right now, we've got some we've got some halfway decent ice on the on the river and the bays and the inlets. Um, but that was because of our nice cold weather we had a month ago, and uh, it virtually froze things up. And with this little thaw we've had, it deteriorated a little bit. But um, that ice still looks really good. The big body of water did have some damage to it with this, with the high winds that we had over the last week. 40 mile an hour gusts kind of broke it up a little bit, but we're still December 1st today. It's early. Um, and after that next uh, cold front that we have moving through, I anticipate the guys to get eager and get out there, and I, we should have some good ice in another ten, another seven to ten days. Talking with JP from uh, Lake of the Woods Outdoorsman.com, and he does a lot of fishing up there. Um, I know the Lakers, we've talked about that. You get the big slab crappies, oh, the big baby. pike. I know the spearing is great up there, and I always go up there typically on a walleye trip because that's what everybody wants to go up there for. But one thing I really want to get into is not only the Lakers, but also the big pike up there. What can you tell folks that have maybe been on, like myself, for the last 20 years, been going up there for the walleyes to try a pike trip? Well, here I'll tell you what, if if you haven't wrestled a 40-inch plus pike, through a uh, 10-inch hole, I highly, I highly recommend trying it. Um, you know, and and early ice, and I'll even say later ice. Um, you know, in the March, the March area is where I really do my tip-up fishing and target those those pike. But you can target them early right now, as we're finding out uh, right at Bostic Creek, uh, Lake of the Woods, right behind Morris Point. They're spearing some beautiful pike right now. Bugsy's on Bostic, and they've got a good little operation, spearhouse operation that runs out of there. And I've seen some 43s, some 44s, some 41s, some nice big slimers, we'll call them. Um, but um, 
it's uh, it's something. It's just another. It's just another species of fish that we get to fish up there, and just another, um, we'll say, technique that we get to use. You talk about going lake trout fishing and and all these different things, but but pulling those pike with your hands through those holes and fighting them, that's, that's something pretty special. And do you use the hot dogs or the sucker minnows or the dead bait? Uh, I use a lot of dead bait. I use a lot of dead bait. And the reason I don't use the, the sucker minnows, a lot of the sucker minnows, is because they'll, they'll give you um, uh, quite a few false flags. So I try to go with a little bit of dead bait, slower presentation. Um, work an entire area doing a big huge cross and virtually finding out where those fish are at. Are they in 12 feet of water? Are they in 6 feet of water? Are they in 4 feet of water? Some of the biggest uh, pike that I have ever brought through the ice have come through with uh, 4 feet of ice and 2 feet of water underneath that ice. So it's it's pretty incredible. You got to explore a little bit but... Um, and, and, do you, and do you ever get into the sturgeon when you're when you're doing the pike deal? Because I'm sure oh. there's a few of them floating around there because old side Car Stan here. He, he was up there last summer and, and got a few sturgeons, and now he thinks he's a sturgeon king. Wow. <laughs> here, I'll, I'll tell you, you can you can get them through there more times than not. You'll be fishing uh, for walleyes in the Gap or in in the Bay, Four Mile Bay, or else in the Rainy River. And yes, there are possibilities to hook on to those those beautiful monster sturgeon, and you're going to have a fight on your hands. There's no doubt about it. You're going to have a couple cranks if you get lucky, and then it's going to go right down to the bottom. And you're not going to know if you got a floating log or a big old monster sturgeon on. That's exactly what happened. My buddy thought I had a log, and then he finally felt a little bit of a tug, and he said, "Yep, here's your rod back." And uh, you reel it the rest of the way in, and I, I, I ended up getting a minute. It was a lot of fun. But another thing, JP Tessier is, I guess, here on Outdoor Adventures. We're at the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show, continuing on here. Um, you know, a lot of people, they'll do the house thing or they'll do the trip up to Lake of the Woods. But one thing I like about your services that you do is you go after everything. Like we have just talked, the Lakers, the Sturgeon, the Pike, the Walleyes. So somebody that is up for a different experiences and you cover, I mean, miles and miles and miles of lake. I don't know how you keep it all tracked, but, but you do it all up there. Yeah, absolutely. There, there are days that uh, we'll most definitely come on out and... Uh, possibly try to do some try to do some uh, sturgeon fishing in the Rainy River um, where you only have a two-mile jaunt to go and there's other mornings where I get uh, a wild hare and I want to travel 70 miles and catch a lake trout and and the accessibility to do that is uh, is on Lake of the Woods and um, the the size of the body of water and I believe and I may not be totally correct on this but uh, I believe 17 different species of fish Rome and uh, call Lake of the Woods home and the Rainy River and, and when you're talking 17 different species of fish that's a pretty amazing amount considering one single body of water. And you also, you got sleeper houses there, you've got accommodations for the people so if people want to get a hold of you they can go to your website or give you a call and talk to... Yes, it's uh, you can uh, give us a call at 218-280-1674 and ask for Janelle Fish and Janelle will take care of you and uh, get you booked up for the next Sleeper Ice House adventure on Lake of the Woods if you're interested in that. Or if you're uh, interested in the your next open water adventure, you can give me a call personally at 218-280-9731. Um, and then we can go travel and go try to get it all. 
And I recommend people follow you on Facebook and check out your website, lakeofthewoodsoutdoorsman.com, because, I mean, some great videos, some great insight, and fish I've never seen come through the ice, that's for sure. Well, here, I'll tell you what, I, I get the opportunity to go out there and live on this body of water, and I'm truly blessed. And, yes, I do uh, try to share those experiences through videos. Um, and and uh, I will say that not so much will I um, try to be an informational and regurgitate information to you, but I, I just want to make it clear that this, this is what we have up here, and if you want to come up here and spend some time with myself or one of my great friends experiencing what you've just seen on this video, give us a call. And we're pretty spoiled, especially Kudak and especially you, JP. Ah, yeah. I'm not as spoiled as the two of you, but, but at the same time, for somebody that maybe has been thinking about it but hasn't pulled the trigger yet, what can you tell them? Just, I know what I tell people when they ask me about Lake of the Woods and what makes it great, but what do you tell people when they ask, well, what makes it unique? What makes it different? Why should I come up and visit? What makes Lake of the Woods unique is the fact that there is a place for everybody on Lake of the Woods. Um, with, uh, I believe, on the U.S. and Canadian side, there are a total of 52 resorts, 52 different options. Um, to uh, to go out there and and have that adventure of a lifetime, but um, some are catered towards uh, um, really experienced fishermen. Others are catered toward towards the amateur fishermen. Um, others have. Uh, um, American planned meals so you don't have to bring any of your own food. Other places uh, they cater to the people that want to bring all their own food in and and maybe take off uh, a little bit of uh, price off of the experience but me personally every time that I go out I, I'm not chintzy on it. I go out and I spend the money and I have a great time and I mean that by when I go out on a vacation I hire a guide and not so much that I'm trying to pin him for information, but I want to go catch fish on my three-day adventure. I don't want to go searching for them and deal with that. When I come to, when I go to Lake of the Woods, that is, uh, that's something that, that's my responsibility to be the, to be the guide and to go on out there and hopefully give them the experience of a lifetime every single time. And there's some there's some work that goes into it, but it's also uh, a great experience. Get an opportunity to meet all these great people. JP Tessier lives in one of the greatest places on earth, Lake of the Woods, outdoorsman.com is where you can find him. You will also uh, have some information on our Facebook page, just search Outdoor Adventures there. And uh, you're listening to Outdoor Adventures. We'll have plenty more here from the 2017 Ice Fishing Show here at the St. Paul River Center going on through Sunday. For Chris Kudak, Hall of Fame Fisherman, and Stan Poggle here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere in the world on the iHeartRadio app. More Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. I know, Kudak, I know you already have that on your flip phone. 
Oh, you bet I got that. Then my computer just got reworked the other day, so I'm, I'm really up on all this stuff now. Yep, so uh, we're finding out what's cool here at the uh, 2017 Ice Fishing Show at the River Center going on through Sunday here in St. Paul and talking with our good friend, our old friend, uh, well, not old friend, I mean, he's a young whippersnapper, but our old oh, friend, uh, right up there. <laughs> Dean Hansen from uh, Aga Bay Resort. And uh, what's the latest up there? I know uh, there's news. You might be able to keep a fish this year. Actually, we are. The uh, limit this winter is going to be one fish between 20 and 22 inches or one over 28. So you've got a chance to really get a very nice keeper. I mean, if you get a fish in the 20 to 22 inch range, that's a, that's a lot of meat to it. But even beyond that, I think the fishing opportunities are going to be fantastic. This summer was as good a fishing as I have seen in 20 years. I mean, literally a couple people could go out in an evening and catch 30, 40, 50 walleye. So I expect a fantastic bite. The 2013 year class, which was the really big year class coming up, they're all going to be in that 16 to 18 inch range and they should be biting really well. I just think it's going to be a fantastic winter of fishing. And uh, I'm guessing no ice as of yet. We've had some pretty unfortunate weather for the ice fishermen, but uh, what's your outlook, your prediction when you think you're going to be getting out there and drilling some holes? Boy, you know, that is such a anybody's guess. I mean, we've had ice, then it's warmed up and the wind's picked up and it's blown it away and melted it. Uh, it was out probably 150 yards yesterday and then the wind came up and kind of broke it up again. We're probably 50 yards out now. This morning, I, we got up early because we left about 6.30 to come down here and it was ice as far out as I can see. So um, it's coming, you know, they're talking colder weather next week. I think that'll make ice, especially if we can get a few days without any wind. That wind just really breaks it up but it's coming this is minnesota i mean we're going to get ice it looked so good early and around the beginning of deer hunting i thought i'd be out by the end of november it looked so nice and i guess i it fooled me again mother nature fooled me because it's uh, come back to reality now well my partner here chris kudak i know you know him well and he he loves to run on thin ice i hear so if you need a guy uh, he's always on thin ice, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I got two guys picking on me again down here at the show. But, you know, Dean, I've known you for, oh, God, since we, I suppose we were teenagers back years ago. And, you know, you're at Agate Bay, probably one of the nicest places on the east side of the lake. Your wife is probably one of the best cooks up there, and, and your people that work there are, are good people. And you got good fish. You got good structure out front. You got good roads plowed. And, you know, that's all they got to do is come up and give you a call, and you're fishing. You bet. I mean, we're taking reservations now. Actually, the phones really uh, started ringing pretty well since it got colder. So if you do have some dates in mind, give me a call. Our number is 320-684-2233. We'd be happy to set you up with a house. If you want any ice conditions or anything, give us a call or look on our website. I'm going to start to update that more. The website is uh, agatebayresort.com. So just get in touch with us. We'd love to help you find some fish. Talking with Dean Hansen here of Vega Bay Resort on Mille Lacs, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna admit I actually caught fish on Mille Lacs last year. So if that tells you anything about the bite, the planets I mean, were in alignment, weren't yeah, they? <laughs> yeah, the sun was at its peak, uh, the moon was full, and uh, things were going good. And and uh, that's the thing I've I've learned as I've gotten older fishing. You know. Um, I grew up, you know, you always want to take something home, kind of put it on the plate and stuff. And unfortunately, you know, with the one fish limit, like you say, that size where the slot is, you know, it's it's a good meal. But I just enjoy going out and catching fish now. It, it's not about 
you know, fill in the freezer or fill in the frying pan for me anymore. So what can you say to that angler that just wants to come up and have fun and, and catch some fish? I just don't think you'd find a better spot to do that than Mille Lacs right now. I mean, the lake has recovered to such an extent. I mean, the DNR says we're recovered. They said the spawning stock biomass, which means mature walleyes that are able to spawn, um, is it like uh, 1.3 million pounds, which is well back in the recovered stage. There just are a lot of fish out there. Uh, nobody's talking crisis or decline or anything anymore. The lake has come back dramatically, and I just think it's there's no place with fishing anywhere near that good anywhere that close to the cities. I mean, it's you can come up easily and make a day of it, or if you want to come up and rent a house for overnight or for the weekend, it's just such fantastic fishing close to home. Yes, what type of packages do you have? Do you have single days or do you have week packages? What, what are some of the options that people want to come up? The, the most popular package I have is a weekend special, which uh, I have those for any of the houses that I have. My houses range from four whole houses to 14 whole houses. Weekend special runs from noon Friday till noon Sunday. We have very attractive prices on all of those houses for that. I do do 12 hours uh, more during the week. On the weekend, I try to do a 24-hour minimum. Um, but from noon Sunday till noon Friday during the middle of the week, I have 50% off on my standard houses and greatly reduced prices on my premier houses. Uh, my premier ice cabins and ice lodges are just fantastic houses. They come with a 2,000-watt Honda generator, come with a uh, dish satellite so you get the football games out there. It's got a DVD player, it's its own private bathroom. I mean, it's a level of, it's an unmatched level of comfort, let's put it that way. And I'm not as spoiled as you and Kudak are, but he'll, he'll tell you this story, I'm sure, the time I came up to his house. And this is the one great thing, not being able to experience that much is, you guys got everything set up. All you need to do is bring a couple fishing rods, right, Kudak? I don't need to bring well my Eskimo suit. Stan, Stan comes up and, and he looks at the house and he's got this hoop. He's sitting there that's got leaking oil all over the ice. I had to put diapers under underneath it so I could, you know, we didn't have an oil spill there. And, and I look at the guy and I says, Stan, what do you got all this warm clothes for? I says, it's going to be 100 degrees in this fish house in a matter of minutes. By the time I auger the holes, you're going to be yelling to turn the heater down. And he never took his clothes out of the car. By the time we got done augering the holes, I had the, the, the big heater on one. And it was 20 below outside, and it was he was sweating in the house because it was so inside. Yeah. Our houses are so comfortable. You can be sitting in there in your pajamas and slippers looking out the window, watching the people driving by in the cars or with the snowmobiles. I mean, it's, it's basically like sitting in your living room and uh, ice fishing. It's, it's not uh, a handicap by any stretch. And another thing, too, I've learned in that area, too, I mean, you, you got a lot of four-wheeler trails, snowmobile trails, so, you know, let's say the fish aren't biting, you can uh, bring the trailer up and maybe go for a little cruise that way, too. Definitely. I mean, we're right on the snowmobile trails. Four-wheeler trails are available, but basically you don't really even need a lot of four-wheeler trails in the wintertime. Uh, people travel all over the lake on the machines. I mean, wait a few weeks until you know you have solid ice all over, but you can have a lot of fun. I do have people that will stay in their house in the mornings and the evenings during the low-light period, and during the day they'll either go for a snowmobile ride along the trails, or sometimes they'll bring portables up and they'll just move around during the day with their portable fish house and then come back and fish closer to the rocks in the evening when it's starting to get dark so it's not like you're trapped in a house or anything there's so many other things you can do you can there's a lot of rest nice restaurants around the area there's a lot of things to do so you're not trapped in a house for a weekend and then you know right at your place you have your wife 
and the staff in there cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So they could go from the fish house down the road and have a little meal. Yeah, I'm guessing you spent a lot of time in the oh, I'll cafeteria tell you what, there. there. I'll tell you what, I've ate a lot of meals there. They got good food at the at Aga Bay Resort. And we have a nice heated shower and restroom facility on shore, open 24 hours a day, so you don't have to use a porta potty or a bucket out there. You can come in and take care of your business in comfort and warmth. Sounds great. Uh, was it agatebayresort.com? Agatebayresort.com, correct. All right, check out Dean Hansen up there at Mille Lacs, Agate Bay Resort. I'm guessing, you know, looking at the forecast, I know here in the Metro, and it's always a little bit cooler up in your neck of the woods. Um, I'm guessing maybe next weekend we get a little foot traffic anyway. Possibly. Um, it, that might be pushing it a little yeah. bit. We'll see. You know, we're, we're on the main part. It's called Agate Bay, but it's not really a very pronounced bay. We're basically on the main part of the lake. So sometimes we're just a little bit later. But I think, you know, either there or the, certainly the fo- part of the following week it should be going. And I will be there. As soon as he calls me and tells me there's ice. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. Chris Kudak and Stan Paga with Outdoor Adventures. We're going to have plenty more for you here from the uh, St. Paul Ice Fishing Show here at the River Center. Uh, make sure you keep an eye on our Facebook. We'll have some updated updates on there. we got to try to get uh, our ugly mugs on video here yet, Kudak. we got some great pictures ready, so you can check that out on our Facebook page. Don't forget, you can always download our podcast, uh, whether it's this one or any previous ones. You can find that on iHeart. Art.com. Just search Outdoor Adventures and don't forget to tune in here every Saturday from 5 to 6 on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 FM 103.5 and live on the iHeartRadio app. You can search Outdoor Adventures there. Stan Poggle and Chris Kudak with Dean Hansen from Agate Bay here at the 2017 Ice Show at the River Center on Twin Cities News Talk. here at the 2017 ice fishing show here at the River Center and it's been a great day here so far Kudak and we're getting into it with our good buddy Tom Zanaco. We're gonna give him one more chance at this radio thing. Well you know he's got the face for radio his wife said it you know he is a Hall of Fame fisherman. And uh, he, gymnast I hear too. And gymnast back in the high school day back when we were from we're, you know we're both from Brooklyn Center. He was he was he was a gymnast, and uh, yeah, he, and he's with Bexler, and he's got the K-drill, and he's going to give us a little info about the, the whole whole thing. Oh, it's exciting here. This, this Saturday has been absolutely a record Saturday here at the show. For all your listeners out there who have never been to the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show, uh, it's, it's an amazing experience. I mean, literally... Um, everything in ice fishing is here. Every kind of house, every kind of rod, every kind of reel, every kind of auger. And of course, I'm very proud to be here because we got the K-Drill, which is the hottest selling item here at the show. They literally have people in some of the booths at Reeds and other places just handing out K-Drills to people as they buy them. They're selling that fast. And of course, we're here with Vexlar, and we're launching the new FLX-12 and the FLX-20. And uh, these units are very, very popular. And so we're very excited here at the show. And a lot of questions. I'm sorry, my voice a little hoarse you know because of talking all day long but it's been a lot of fun we wait the whole season for this show and other than seeing Kudak there's nothing more exciting yeah, in exactly. ice fishing yeah I unfortunately have to hang out with them all day so if you want to trade shifts here for a little bit you just let me know if you need I know, a break I didn't say that <laughs> He's a little too much to take when you're dealing with Kudak but this K-Drill I first experienced here I think it was two seasons ago and really when you look at it you're like how the heck does that thing go through the ice as fast as it does but when you actually see it in action, 
It's unbelievable. It's a phenomena in design. For the first time, engineers built a drilling assembly to drill a hole in the ice that's compatible with an electric lithium-powered drill, a hand drill. And, and you go, well, 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 I, well, I can use a strike master assembly or something like that. No, it's not the same because this is designed, it's only weighs five pounds. It's made out of a composite uh, plastic and aluminum, very lightweight. But what it does, it uses the super high speed gears of the drill so you don't destroy the drill. It's designed only for these types of situations. So it drills right through a drill, right through the ice like butter. Even Kudak could do it. Well, I, and that's true because I've seen him do it. And I'll, and I'll tell you what, I've used gas augers for years and years and years. Gas augers are going to be a thing of the past. After using this for the last three, four years, you know, I got gas augers sitting in my, my garage that I don't even use anymore. That's all I use as a cage runner. 100% no, no, because I also give a, a plug to my TV show, Ice Fishing Today. You can go online and, and watch it, uh, icefishingtoday.com, and we stream all the shows, and we do these. These TV shows, we travel all over the North American ice belt filming our shows, and we've literally stopped using gas augers. And when we go to places, people look at us like, where's your drill? Well, I got right here. No, I mean, where's your auger? Where's your, where's your gas auger? And that's right here in my hand. Yeah. And, and with one hand, you can just punch a hole in the ice, and they're going, pop. I want one. Makes you look like Superman. Huh? Well, That's yeah, a well, cool thing. It makes me feel more like Kudak. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I do stuff like that, people are impressed. They're saying, "You know Chris Kudak?" Yeah. <laughs> we went to the same school together. Uh, it's a long-winded uh, story. I'll put it that way. But uh, yeah. the thing is, too, is I, you know, a lot of products, you know, they're rushing to get them out on the market. You guys have been working on this for years and years and years, yep. and. That's seven, what's amazing years. looking at it and then using it and seeing how great it works. It goes to show how much time and how much effort and design work and technology you put into it. And the great thing about the K-Drill is 100% U.S. made. Every component, every part, everything is assembled and built right in the offices, in our offices in Bloomington. In fact, Kudak's been down there and he saw all the little munchkins we have building yeah. all these things. And they're like Santa's workshop right now yeah. because literally we're selling hundreds and hundreds a day coming in for orders and they literally can't build them fast enough. So I know what it's like to be at Santa's workshop because we're at it right now with K-Drill building these things. So come and see uh, Tom Zanenko here at the ice show. It's going on here uh, a little bit yet today. And then uh, what are the hours tomorrow, Tom, on um, Sunday? I've got to check my schedule. Well, we'll get that later. But just come out here Sunday during uh, noontime or so, and you'll get in, and they'll let you in. Uh-oh, we got a freshly delivered hot dog. This hot interview dog. might have to be wrapped up early here. Oh, no, I got provisions. But, I can't talk no more. <laughs> but uh, now you got us through the ice. You got, you got our line in the water. Now how do we catch them with the Vexlar over here? Well, that's one of the things that I cannot teach anyone. It's a Kudak thing, because he is the gifted angler when it comes to actually making those fish talk to you. The advantage you have with being able to hang out with Kudak, because I know he's been with you a couple of years now, yeah. and you're starting to glean just a portion of his awesomeness. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you as, bet. as you understand, with a Vexilar, <laughs> listeners oftentimes, you know, if you if you haven't experienced a Vexilar, they often say it full of BS, because when I say you can double your fishing success with a Vexilar, they go, oh, come on now, this is uh, some gimmick, you're just a con man, you're trying to sell me something. Anyone who's actually used a Vexilar would never go fishing without one again, period. It will double your fishing, maybe triple your fishing success. You can see the lure. You see the fish react to the lure. You can see when the bait falls off your hook when you're fishing. You can know what's going on down there. And that kind of knowledge and that kind of 
presence when you're fishing just makes you a better angler. And you wonder why Kudak's so good? He's been using Vexilar for years. That's why he's so good. So that's a secret. That's okay. a it's secret. not really he's a good fisher. No, he's okay. not. He's and the best part of Vexilar, they're made in Bluebeak. They're in Bluebeak 10. Right. And they're they're very easy unit to, to work. I mean, they, you can, they give you, I believe it's, you got a disc that comes with it that people can look at. Or go on the, or online to, to use them. They got, you know, FL20 is new this year. Uh, what else you got to do? FL18. FL12 is new. FL12 is new. So they got their units. And if you call these guys and talk to them, you got Tom Zanako, you got Corey Studer, you got numerous post staff guys. They will they will run you through it where it's not that hard to, to, to use them. They're basically pretty easy. And we answer the phone. That's no one way. Thing. Yeah, honest to goodness. The owner of the company, Steve Baum. What kind of an accent do you use, Tom? <laughs> it's, it's an amazing thing. Well, they often recognize, well, you're the guy on all the videos. Because if you do go to Vexlar.com and check out their website, you can see all the great videos we have. A lot of people are amazed when they actually dial the phone number and someone actually answers, can we help you? Because everybody Surprising. else has voice recordings and we'll get back to you and all. No, yep. no. From 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday, we're there to answer your calls, solve your problems, and we're right in Bloomington and we're glad to help. And, you know, another thing I've noticed, uh, you say everything's made in the USA and all that, and one thing I know with Vexlar, too, is I got buddies that have had them for years and years and years and years. You almost might make them too good because they don't seem to wear out. I mean, I have buddies that have bought, like, second or third hand-me-down type ones, and they're still going like a charm. The average unit that comes into Vexlar for repair is 13 years old. The, the failure rate on a Vexilar is one-tenth of one percent over a two-year period. So no other company can design a piece of a marine electronics that can function at 30 below temperatures for 20 years and still continue to function. It's like buying a gun. When you buy a Vexilar, it's not like a cell phone where two months from now it's worthless and you just spend 800 bucks on a cell phone. You can spend 500 bucks on a Vexilar and this unit will literally be worth 500 bucks 10 years from now. And for that guy that's at home that has one of those that they've had for 15, 20 years, what can they uh, kind of tell the wife to convince them or the significant other to uh, convince them to get the upgrade? Because I know you do have a few new features on the new ones. Absolutely. But really, a Vexilar is a generational product, a product which fathers pass down to their sons. And now we're into the third generation of Vexilar users. In fact, we've been here at the show all day here Saturday. And it's just, oh, I've had one for 20 years. I've had one for 15. I've had one for 10. Oh, my dad gave me his. Now yep. I'm going up. And, and so really what it is, is that an average Minnesota family who ice fishes has three Vexilars. That's the average of our surveys. If you own one, you own three because the entire family has one. So inevitably they go up the food chain, but they can be serviced. We have a complete service. We offer one, even during season at the worst, it's a two-day turnaround for service. So get them in. We can service them. We can get them back out on the ice if you want to bring life to the old ones again or buy new ones. But we are this year experiencing one of the biggest years ever in the history of XLR. Our sales are up exponentially. And of course, K-Drill, the drill division of our company by AWC Distributing, is up so far exponentially we can't even track it. That's how high it's gone this year. Now, you know, like you said, your son comes up and gets it. Yes, you're right. My son's got two of mine. <laughs> Plus, he's got my old augers. He ain't getting the K-Drill. <laughs> I'll guarantee you. But 
people come on down, stop and see Zdenko and Studer and the rest of the pro staff guys in Vexler and the K-Drill booth. And you got to look at this unit because you, your gas augers are obsolete, boys. Get the K-Drill. Yeah, definitely come and check out the K-Drill. Check out the new stuff from Vexlar as well. And this is the best time to come and do it at the ice fishing show because you do have guys like Kudak down here, you guys like Zdenko down here that have been using these products for years and years and years. You know, damn near as long, long as I've been alive, you guys are getting so dang old already. I mean, I've been talking to you for so long here. But, you know, we're going to let uh, Zaneko get back. He's got to refuel here for the second half of this uh, Saturday here and bring her into the home stretch. But come and see him. Uh, kind of smack dab more in the middle towards the uh, clam uh, exhibit here at the uh, River Center in St. Paul. We're uh, Outdoor Adventures. Stan Poggle, he's Chris Kudak on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere in the world on the iHeartRadio app. We'll be back with more from the ice show here on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk. One final segment of Outdoor Adventures here at the 2017 Ice Show going on through tomorrow, Sunday, here at the St. Paul River Center. Had a lot of fun out here today, Kudak, on a nice Saturday here, and I don't think it's going to be long for me. I think I'm going to be venturing out soon. Well, you know, you, you, go, you walk through this place and with the talent that's in this place, the people that are here, the electronics, the fishing equipment, the new rods. I mean, you come down here and you can pick everybody's brain. And now we got Mr. Steve Panaz from the TV show. Uh, I mean, the guy is well-known, Hall of Fame fisherman. I mean, he's, he's he's done everything. And, by the way, he's a North Side boy, too, just like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I even ran into my old uh, water and hole here the other day. Yeah. So he's, he's definitely around. If you look for him, you can find him. <laughs> you know what's been interesting in the show is, what I love about the show is the passion. And you can hear the loudspeaker going in the background right now, but the crowds have been tremendous the interest is there and I, everybody's just ready to get on the ice well you know we've had warm weather cold weather snow and it's all melted now it's back and i, I come down from relax today and i bet i see 20 boats going north on 169 they're going fishing because today Relax lake opened up for walleyes oh that's right oh that's right uh -huh. yeah it's the first so now you can go walleye fish that relax and catch walleye in a boat on december 1st well, can you imagine amazing. that yeah well, that's a new experience a little yeah. cold for me though well it, it'd be a little chilly out there but you know it was 40 degrees when i come down so i mean it's no different than fall fishing back years ago i mean yeah. we'd go out there when it was cold out but you know you get down here and you look at all the new products and you look at the people and it, it's amazing where they come up with this stuff it's amazing you know we're sitting in a frable fish house right now with sides step that allows you to go outside of the doors which is a, which is an awesome product but one of the things that's been exciting to me is stopping by Garmin's booth and, and checking out Panoptics. Have you had a chance to fish Panoptics? No I haven't but I, I, I went by there I see the booth up there and I, I next time you come to Malax, I'm coming out with you because no, we got to go fish that. We got to go do it. In fact what's nice on the ice is you can go out and look for basin fish Drop, up, drop a transducer down, you can scan 100 feet in any directions, and, and, and so you're not out there cutting 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 holes to find fish. You, you cut one hole, find a fish, you move on top of them. It, it, I mean, it, it, it looks like it's, you know, we, we've talked about this on the show. Where's it gonna quit with this electronic? Where's it gonna quit? I mean, every year you got something else coming out that just blows your way. Well, it just makes it more fun. 
It, it really does. If you if you need to catch a fish and let them go, I'm out. I'm I'm willing to do that. <laughs> yeah, and it's got it's got to be a little bit heartbreaking for you old farts though, because I mean, you guys actually had to go out and drill a hundred holes and you know check your depths and you didn't have all the electronics. Now you got this panoptic. Some guy can walk in off the street, come down here to the ice show, pick up one of those units and and find some fish pretty quick. You know, my my goal has always been hope to help people catch more fish. Allow them to have more fun on the water, and if you have a product that's going to allow people to do that, I'm, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Well, that's what's nice about it, because there's a lot of people, they are intimidated. They don't know the first thing about where to go, what to do. You know, they worry about the ice conditions. But this panoptics, the way it sounds, I mean, you can pretty much, it's like a, you know, radius of sonar where you can just look all the way around you and, and see what's going on down there. You can see the structure. Yep. And, and the clarity, too, and then... Isn't there somehow too how it links up and it graphs it out for you as well somehow? Or? Well, it'll it'll allow you to to pinpoint the fish. Are they they're 50 feet this way? They're 15 feet down, and if they move, they're going to go here. But you know, the other thing that's been fun too is is just seeing the the the, the, the actual industry maturing. We're seeing people buying uh, and, and fishing great fishing rods, great fishing lines. The, the lures that are out there today. Are, are absolutely amazing and the shelters the heaters the clothing I mean the entire sport has really changed in our lifetime oh I mean from back when we started out with the chisel yeah on the river fishing yeah. you know we'd go out and chisel a hole I mean that's how we fish and then we had the flashers come out and the old paper graphs back in our day and now you look at what Navionis comes out with uh, you know all the electronics different electronic companies everybody's <laughs> got something greater and better and this and that I mean it's it's amazing to come down here and just look at the stuff. I yeah, mean, just to yeah. see and the quality of fishing rods, uh, the JT rods or the Saint Croix rods or or whatever. I mean, and the reels they got out now. I mean, it's it's unbelievable and it's all right under one rope. And I mean, you could people can walk in here and talk to you, pick your brain out, you know, talk to you about your fishing show or talk to you about this or talk to you about and the new lures and the colors and the VA, you know, UV. And, I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, what's really been cool too is the is the level of understanding and the education for anglers is, is so solid now. Guys and, and, and gals, they, they, they stop in to say hi and, and that the level of knowledge is off the charts. They're they're learning stuff from radio, they're learning stuff from television, but they're learning a lot on the internet and the videos and, and, and they're getting out and doing it. Which is which is fun. And what I like about it, you're seeing more kids getting out there doing it. You see yeah. a lot of young kids. I mean you Mom and Dad, you know, you can get into a shack for not a not a bad price, or a pop-up, or a hub house, or whatever, and you can get an auger for decent price, electronics for decent price, and they're starting to spend the weekends out on like fishing. You know, yeah. they, they can catch their their meal and go home, which get them off the computers and get them over doing something. Yeah, I mean, it's like deer hunting. I got a six-year-old grandson, Grandpa. Can I go set the deer stand? Yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> you know. Usually he's sitting there with his iPad playing with that. Now he's in the deer stand going, hey, Grandpa, that's kind of fun. There's a deer over there. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, our industry has changed so much from when we started back when we were kids to now. I mean, and you look at the stuff walking out the door over here. I mean, everybody's buying stuff. But, I mean, it's for a Friday, it's a good crowd. Oh, I love this. I love this show. I mean, when the doors opened, there was this flood of people through there that, dilated pupils they were so excited to see what's new and what's available on things and and uh so it's been a, it's been a pretty awesome experience and hopefully here pretty quick we'll have ice we talked to jp over lake of the woods and he figured two weeks up there they'll have ice and, and Mille Lacs is going to be probably uh, before 
three or four weeks before we get ice there walkable, I would imagine. Maybe the bays we get on, but you know, we need some cool weather. It's coming next week. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking here in the metro, some of the smaller lakes, maybe early next week. A couple of them have already froze and thawed out and refroze and thawed out again. So I'm thinking maybe it looks like mid next week it's supposed to get cooler. And yeah. hopefully by next weekend I might be popping a few holes. What do you think out there on Independence I'm State? thinking, you know what, I had a, we had a pretty good uh, layer of ice building out in front of the house, and two guys in a musky boat this week ran up and down at half throttle to break <laughs> up the ice. <laughs> I was ready to walk out on the deck and say, leave it alone! Yeah, but, yeah so last day of musky season today, and, yep. and, and uh, I know there's at least 10 boats out on Independence this afternoon, and, and uh, you know, it's time. It's time for us ice anglers to get on the lakes. So now I know you do the lake commandos. Do you do ice fishing stuff with that too, or is that I do. more we do, a, we do a vignette television show called Stone Cold Fishing, okay. and it's all about ice fishing, mostly technique-based, a little bit of product, but really what it focuses on is, is uh, the techniques that work for ice fishermen specifically. And, you know, I got one little lake up, up north we fished earlier, and we went there one day, we could walk out, went back two days later, we were getting back out, it was gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, if, if we get this cold weather here this week, you know, I probably could get back out there and get, get some ice fishing done. It's, uh, it's a good little crappie lake, and we'll have to get the panoptics over there and, and try it out and see how that works. I've got to show you. The key right now is, is obviously safety. We had a tragedy yeah. in the state this week and our last week. And, and uh, so, yeah, we need ice. And we need good ice. Yeah. And we need uh, some, you know, life jackets on and some picks and things. And yeah. So with the stone cold fishing, what lakes have you been hitting? What uh, what can we see you uh, showing your techniques on? What lakes? What areas? You know, I do a lot of fishing uh, on waters that I don't divulge, and I'll tell you why. Because the focus is not really. It's a it's a it's a two minute television show, mm -hmm. and really we focus on a specific technique or a specific product, and and it, the lake that we're on really doesn't matter. Okay, and that's one of the thing too with you guys both of you is, you know, you you've shared your knowledge with me over the years, and and that's one thing, for people that are looking to get into it, you know, a lot of people, you know, whether it's a baseball player or a football, you know, they think oh big star he's gonna have a big head or whatever, but with fishing guys, I mean Kudak he you know, you just ask him <laughs> he loves himself don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is you can come up to you guys and you can actually have a real conversation with you and, and learn a lot of stuff. Absolutely. One of, the, one of the things I really like about this show is the chance to meet a lot of people that are passionate about ice fishing. I love to talk ice fishing. I know you love to talk ice fishing. And, and, and one of the reasons I love being at this show is the chance to talk to, to, to anglers and, and you know, share stories. And, and you, you got good products. Like you said, I got guys that come up and talk to me and I'll spend an hour with them just you know, tell them what's going on, what we're doing. I want you to go out and catch fish. I mean, that's you know, that's what I'm here for. I mean, I'm, I do seminars, I do this, I do that. I love taking kids fishing. I mean, if I got a 25 kids, you know, I have more fun doing it. I don't care if I put a line in the water. It's just fun to go fishing with them kids. Watch them catch fish. Steve Panaz is our guest here on Outdoor Adventures. Uh, one final thing to wrap up. Where can people find Lake Commandos, uh, the... Uh, Absolutely. Ice show. We're starting a brand new season, January 1st, on Sportsman's Channel, our 2018 season. Our first trip is going to be on Lake of the Woods. We had a chance to fish up in the Northwest Angle. But what's unique this year, too, is we're also going to be airing on World Fishing Network four times a week for season five. So they're re-airs from last year. But so we'll be on uh, eight times a week starting January 1st on World Fishing Network or Sportsman's Channel. And uh, I'm really excited about the new season. We've got some pretty 
pretty awesome shows coming out. Thank you for your time. Steve Panaz here at the 2017 Ice Fishing Show. I'm definitely going to take you up on that offer. I know we chatted about the summer fishing. Fortunately, I'm real busy in the summer, but I have all the time in the world in the winter, so I'll definitely come and check out that Panoptics. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's awesome. I look forward to it. So come and see Steve Panas here. He's in the Freyville booth. He'll be all around the uh, show here throughout the weekend. And uh, if you need a good guy to talk to and you want to learn some fellow uh, brother of the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame with my buddy Kudak here. So uh, get him down here and uh, see him here at the 2017 Ice Show. Going on through Sunday, I'm Stan Pago for Chris Kudak. Be safe out there if you're venturing out on the ice, but I think by next week we'll probably uh, be able to uh, do a little bit of walking, and I'm looking forward to it. I've been waiting all summer for the ice fishing season, so enjoy your time in the outdoors. That's going to do it for us. For Chris Kudak, Stan Poggle here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the iHeartRadio app. See ya.